I'm gonna do nothing else. <laughs> what's up what's up y'all take control podcast we are back in the building uh hey. how y'all doing ladies uh you know i'm all right <laughs> you're all right all right Everyone. i'm good I don't, I don't have no complaints i mean i don't have nothing that i want to complain about on here <laughs> that's cool so it, it's you know, we're back, back in the building. I was off last week. Mm-hmm. I listened to the show. Travis, Trav, held it down. <laughs> Very funny. Um, brought the energy from uh, what we'd be talking about. Shout out to Trav. Definitely appreciate that. How was everyone's weekend? Mm-hmm. It was cool. I mean, my kids are gone, so I really didn't do nothing. Besides, I worked out. My body is killing me. Um, went out to eat with y'all. I know. And went to church. That's, that's it. That's a good weekend. Yeah. That's a great weekend. I got some sleep. That's always good. Brandy? My weekend was good. I didn't do nothing. Oh, I volunteered. Oh, yeah. That was dope. Yeah. Capitol Drive. Um, cleaned my house. Really, really good. And went to church. Nice. That was it. Nice. Um, what did I do this weekend? Got plastered drunk on Friday. <laughs> I really have to get stop getting drunk because I'm like a little angry person. <laughs> and I just go off at the mouth. And the next day I'm just like, hey, <laughs> it wasn't too bad, was it? <laughs> I'm sorry. So that's my goal for 2019. Stop getting plastered drunk. Or when I do decide to get plastered drunk, I just wear a muzzle. Yeah. No, you won't be able to wear a muzzle because you're drunk. You won't be able to do that. Maybe just be plaster drunk by myself. That or <laughs> don't throw get my plaster phone away. drunk. Get drunk throw enough to be away. drunk, but not plaster drunk. I just don't know what it's like. Something is like deep rooted. I need to like get it out. Get it out. Going through some things. I don't know. Shout outs. We got quite a few. Yeah, I put them on here because there was a post on the Shade Room and they were asking what people's favorite podcasts were. And um, a couple people shouted us out. So um, shout out to Harrell, um, Kim V, Sarah, and Ace underscore 11 underscore 25. I don't know his real name. I knew the other people personally. So mm-hmm. I just put his social media and then you added one. Oh, Columbus Murphy. So this is someone that listens to our show. He's been listening to the show uh, from the beginning. He said he doesn't like to be uh, out there, so I'm not going to say his name. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But he sent a DM just kind of giving me feedback on the show over the course of the year and how he's heard the growth and his opinions of everyone. And just really, it was really dope to see that people can... Uh, hear our growth as time has passed mm-hmm. on and they can tell that we're changing and mm-hmm. different things like that so shout out to you yeah he also um worked with me at my last job and he used to give me like really good advice like personally and about the show and like things like that so shout out to you and thank you for the feedback Mm, okay, so if you guys have any questions, listener questions, <clears throat> any feedback, any topic ideas, send it to our email, takecontrolpodcast at gmail.com or follow us on our Twitter 
Take Control Pod. Our Instagram is Take Control Podcast. Our Facebook group is Take Control Podcast. Yep. Um, I guess I'll take hot topics. So, um, I know everybody been talking about Nicki Minaj's new boyfriend. Um, and apparently he um is a convicted rapist. I guess it happened when he was sixteen and I think well what Nicki Minaj said was he was sixteen and the other girl was fifteen or sixteen and it was it was his girlfriend at the time. Mm-hmm. Um apparently he pulled a knife out on her, kidnapped her and raped her. Mm-hmm. Um and a lot of people really been bashing her because she's been trying to justify the situation. Mm-hmm. She's like um, y'all don't know the whole story. That was his girlfriend and her parents didn't like that they were together. So her parents filed these charges against him or whatever. Um, and I don't know. I feel like a rapist is a rapist, but mm-hmm. at the same time, I don't know the fucking story or whatever it is, but I ain't feeling it. Like, so is it necessary to do like background checks when you meet somebody or do y'all do background checks? I do. I never have like an actual <clears throat> background check mm-hmm. uh, done one on somebody, but for something like that, it kind of makes you want to start. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I think we're all in agreement that we would never date someone who's a rapist. Right. Mm-hmm. I got the story. I seen the story where it said that they were both 16 or 15 and 16 and the parents didn't like that they were together. Mm-hmm. So they said that he raped her. That was the story I got. I didn't mm-hmm. hear about the knife and the kidnapping and the rape. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of tricky when you think about it, though, because are we saying we wouldn't date someone if they were convicted of rape, but they say that they didn't do it? Or if it's a known fact that they really did rape this person, all of the evidence was there to say that they raped this person. Like, it gets a little tricky when you think about it. I know I couldn't date somebody that I know right. raped somebody. I don't even want to date anybody and there's you have that on your record whether you did it or not. Like I, I I, that's just that. weird to me. Yeah. Yeah. I'm aside on the side With, of caution and I'm not yeah. if you have that on your record. Mm-hmm. I'm just going, you know. Yeah. If you didn't do it, I'm sorry that you were wrongfully convicted. Um Yeah. Prayers and peace be to you with you, but I can't. Yeah. I can't do it. I can't because I how do you? I know you've you been saying like, well, if you know for sure, like if, yeah. as if like he admitted to it, because that's the only way anyone would really know, or if they have like DNA evidence, or I would say that. But even in a situation where there are some stories come out where somebody is wrongfully accused, right? Like, yes, I don't absolutely. know if it's taken off their record at that point. I don't yes, know, but it is. Yeah, like it's just like we something said, like that. Okay, yeah, like it's, well, it's on his record because people was looking it up. Looking yeah, it up. I mean, yeah. it's still yeah. I I don't know. I feel like if she wants to be with him, that's her choice. I wouldn't try to defend what he did if it is a case of where he didn't kidnapped right. and mm-hmm. raped this girl. But if that's who you choose to be with, that's on you. I wouldn't try to defend what happened though. Right? Because it just keep the more she tries to defend it and talk about it, it's just the more that we keep thinking about it. Right? Like mm-hmm. just if this is who you're choosing to be with, that's on you. Right. But just stop trying to defend him because it is very. I think it's like a slap in the face to those women that have experienced it. And as you guys may know, it's really, really hard to be to be charged with rape. Rape, mm-hmm. yeah. That's like a like more times than not, they're not charged. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Um all right. So the QC drama <laughs> 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 this shit was hilarious. 
All right, so uh, the CEO of QC, which is Quality Controls, a record label, um, he is engaged to Lyra, and apparently he has an IG model named Kalar pregnant. Um, so this came about because Lyra went. Um, no, first of all, he posted the girl's pr- picture, the picture of the girl Kalar pregnant. And the caption said Daddy Shark. Um, and then Lyra went on her Instagram and just basically put it all out there. Like, I, I knew the girl was pregnant. You weren't putting it out there publicly. But then you get mad at me because you think I sweeted my ex. And now you post to her. And so she put him on blast for all the cheating he's been doing and how every time he gets upset at her, he takes her bags or in her ring and gives her bags to other women that he's messing with mm. on the side. Mm. And she's pregnant now. I don't know how far well, along. I think but she's not pregnant anymore because then she posts like, I ain't pregnant. Like, oh, so I, didn't I don't see know that. if she like, you know. I just know that he posted her getting an ultrasound. It was yeah, like she playing, she is. in love. Yeah, no, that's what everyone is saying now. That, um, and I'll try to find it. But yeah, she's I guess now saying that she's not <clears throat> pregnant. So I don't know if she, you know. I mean, I hope she's not exercised her right or whatever the case may be. But um, that's wild. It's so wild. That's so wild. Like, but I guess the girl Kalar came forward and she was like, you know. It, no, Lyra, I guess, had said that she had been knew that Kalar was pregnant and they had messed around prior to her. Like, she said her mm-hmm. and the guy only been kicking it since, like, July. July, yeah. So, and the girl Kalar is, like, She's seven, like seven, eight seven months, months pregnant. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that makes sense. But it's just messy. Because people messy. are like, aren't they friends? Because Lyra commented, yeah, bit. and Lyra commented on a picture of her pregnant with the hard eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw that, too. But my thing is, if you're going to buy a woman all of this stuff, why are you taking it back when you're mad? Bruh. That's a, that's a flag. That's a red that's, yeah. a, that's a red flag to me. This Bro, is you got doing. all this money. That's nothing to you. Yeah, and I feel like the fact that he only posted Kalar being pregnant out of spite, it's just like, these are all red flags of men just doing a whole bunch of whack shit. So mm-hmm. run. She need to let him can, keep that Because it only gets it worse. Yeah. People probably think I left the room, but <laughs> I, I I don't have anything. I'm just tired. I'm I'm tired of all of it. Like I'm, just, I'm over it. Like it's too it's too much for me. Yeah. Um, yeah. so more QC drama. <laughs> <laughs> they are mess over there. Jesus. Well, this is off about Offset and Cardi B. So <sighs> Offset makes this public apology video to Cardi B. I didn't listen to it. I don't know what he said because I really didn't care. Then he invades her show, gets on stage with all these flowers, and it says, take me back, Cardi. <laughs> she looked pissed off, but it looked fake to me. I It just looked fake. I don't believe it. Because then she made a video and she's like, oh, I'm tired of all of these niggas and these bum females coming at my baby father. Stop coming at my man. I'm like, your man? Okay, you're going to take him back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if it's a publicity stunt, I just want it to be over with already. I think it's a publicity stunt. I do too. At this, but point. his cheating isn't. It's <laughs> not. So it's like it, it. It's muddying the waters. Him cheating consistently, constantly, nonstop. 
is not publicity stunt. That's just I didn't, who he is. I didn't keep up on the whole story, but I mean, the last thing I knew about Offset cheating on Cardi was the when the video popped up of him having sex with the girl in the bathroom. Yeah, I was about to say, I but I don't keep up with all of it, so I really don't know. I didn't know if something else had came out. Mm -hmm. I just seen that her saying they was gonna get a divorce. Mm -hmm. I think it's all to play up whatever music she got coming out and whatever music he got coming out to a point. I Um, mean, I'm pretty sure she's pissed off about him cheating, but I don't think she's gonna leave. Yeah. I don't know. It the video of him apologizing, he was just saying I love you and you know, as your husband, I didn't do you right, and this and that and the third, and I'm sorry, and I just want to get back with you, and mm-hmm. I want to be this and that and the third, and everything. Yo, that it's so funny, the irony of the comments where you have the likes of Kirk and uh, T.I. Saying, and get cheating, and the other. Uh, <laughs> it's like all the cheating-ass uh, men have decided to come like, take him back. That ain't right. This is a marriage. You're supposed to hold down your marriage and all that. Like, no, you're supposed to hold down the marriage, too. Yeah. Like, I wouldn't be put in this position if you didn't put me here. Right. And if only guys would have that same energy and trying to get that girl back into keeping their woman and to not cheating, then we wouldn't even have this issue. Yeah. So how do y'all feel about him publicly apologizing, like making videos and getting on her stage in front of all her fans? Because I've seen some people saying that it was disrespectful. It is. To me, like, to me, it's just disrespectful because, especially if she really isn't messing with him, right? Because it's mm-hmm. like, bruh, you keep on bringing attention. So now I have to continue to relive through this mm-hmm. every day, like, as I'm trying to heal and move on. Like, I feel like there's other ways to show grand gestures without doing it publicly you know like i feel like there's things you can do like even though yes you did make me look like a fool in public but now you're looking like a fool and now because i'm tied to you now i'm looking foolish like it just looks like a ghetto soap opera Mm -hmm. there's other ways to do it you didn't see bill clinton um (laughs) having to sign (laughs) like across the white house like i'm sorry hillary like you didn't see that there's things that you can do i feel like behind closed doors to show that you are sincere. Right. You have a, a shit ton of money, access to a lot of things. You doing this is the same as a guy who cheated giving you some flowers. Like, That's okay, also why I think it's fake because I feel like even if they work, I feel like maybe they could have worked through the cheating stuff like in their private time. Mm-hmm. But this whole public apology, I'm going to show up to your concert with a sign already put together saying, take me back, Cardi. Like, it's just bringing attention. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Trav was saying when he was on the show like they want to keep people talking she had all of this stuff to talk about for so long you you have to kind of keep that going mm-hmm. my thing is like I was telling Kanata before we recorded you doing this public apology so you better not cheat again like right. you doing all of this yeah. so like if you cheat again I wouldn't even want that pressure as a man. Yeah, that's why I'm like, I'd rather people slip up. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'd rather you not publicly apologize. Because mm-hmm. if you do it again, like the whole thing with Kurt and Rashida, he one of the ones on their comment. Like, nigga, you cheat on your wife every season, every season, <laughs> every like season. every season. And she keep taking you back off of the strength that she love you, which is cool. And y'all got these businesses and shit. But how many times are you gonna make somebody look stupid? Right. In addition to making yourself look like a fucking how fool. How many ever times you let them? Uh. I mean, they old, so maybe she, she just like, well, here we are, like, dang. Right. Next lifetime, God, don't set me up with a, a fuck boy. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's all we have for the hot topics. I'm over these fucking celebrities. They all nasty. Yeah, 
I'm tired. I just can't. I can't, <laughs> I can't do it. It's way too much. It's too much drama. All right. So let's jump into our topic. So it's Christmas. Um, I put this on my story. Do you guys think that you should exchange Christmas gifts if you're not in a relationship? I think the question was, if you're in a situation, should you exchange Christmas gifts? It depends how long we've been talking. <sighs> how serious are we? Yeah. I say no. Unless we discuss doing Christmas, Valentine's Day, I'm not going to go buy a gift. I'm not even just going to go off of the assumption that we're in a situation or talking that I should go buy you a gift. Mm. So if we discuss it, cool. If not, you'll get a Merry Christmas text, message, phone call. I'm not expecting one. <laughs> but if you don't give me one, <laughs> uh, let's just end it right here. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like as the man, <laughs> and if you are pursuing me, you should get me something. It only makes sense to me. Like, if you're pursuing me and, like, you want this to go somewhere, you, like, skipping out on Christmas, doesn't look too good. Yeah. Mm. You know? Especially if you're really trying to pursue me and make things, like, a thing. Doesn't mean I'm going to get you anything. But, I mean, I would. I don't have a problem with it. But, I don't know. It's just, I hate, I hate weird conversation in awkward moments. And that's, like, a weird conversation in an awkward moment. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. You think? I feel like it is. Then so, what, I mean, one the of us example, gets at something and I don't. And it just gets, that's what I'm saying. That's why I think it should be a conversation. Like, give an example. Like, let's say you start talking to somebody in October and everything's been consistent and we get closer to Christmas. Y'all feel like it's weird to just say, are we doing Christmas? I feel like if we kicking it, kicking it, you need to make it. Maybe I just think, like, if, we, if I'm, I ain't bringing that up. I'm not to be like, hey, you want to do Christmas gift? No. I've you- never asked somebody, like, are we doing Christmas? But somebody has asked me, like, are we doing Christmas? I'd rather you just ask me what I like. I would rather somebody ask me than assume I'm going to get him a gift. Now, I was, I have been seeing a guy, this was years ago, and <clears throat> he got me a Christmas gift, and I felt really, he, he got me a couple gifts, and I felt really bad because I didn't get him anything. But we were kind of like off and on. Hate the weird. See, that's weird. That's awkward. That's why I would rather you. Cause I literally, I cried. I was, I was that upset because I didn't get him something, and I really liked them, but we just didn't have the conversation on whether or not we was doing. Christmas. And then it's like, can we put a monetary amount on it? Because I don't want you coming in here, copping me a Gucci watch, and now I'm giving you like. <laughs> but then I guess I want to have a conversation because I feel like gifts mean something. If I go out and I spend my money on something for you, like <sighs> it means I, I care, even if it's a small gift like I'm good for like buying cologne like if we just met and then coming up on a holiday and we said we're gonna get gifts oh, like I'm I feel good. like I will Gucci guilty a nigga to death I was about to say <laughs> I feel like cologne is always a good gift you know what mm-hmm. I mean so I but it it means that I care enough about you to buy a gift so I don't know I feel like it's shopping for niggas is hard I don't want to put stressful. in that much thought it's very like, stressful it's so stressful especially I cause rather... I like niggas who like nice things yeah mm-hmm. and see I would just be like if it came up, I would be like, maybe we should get gifts for kids and go to like a, you know, a That's little a toy idea. thing versus us getting each other something like. That's different. 
I would definitely do that. I don't know. It's just oh. it's an automatic no for me unless we previously discussed it. Yeah, but if I'm giving you that thing, yeah, if we if we <laughs> if you want my attention, if I want to give. That's like really disrespectful. If I don't get a gift, I don't think so. All right, what if y'all not intimate but y'all still talking consistently? That would be. Do nice. you want to give? I mean, I always want to give. Exactly. <laughs> I remember I met a guy and it was like a week before Christmas and he got me gifts. And I was like, that is so sweet of you. It's like, wow. <laughs> and I had no plan. I didn't get him anything and I knew he was giving me something. He's like, I just want to get you something. Like, I'm like, where is he at? Let me, <laughs> let me call him. <laughs> now that I'm thinking about the shit. Yeah. But yeah. I, mm, I'm not doing it. But I, I don't expect anybody to get me anything either. So no. I don't know. Have the conversation. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Oh, <laughs> Okay. Have we talked about this before? I don't know, but this who was this your question? I don't think we. I think we've talked about it off air. Okay. So yeah. the question was, why do exes old situations think you owe them loyalty forever? Delusion. Do y'all get that? Yeah. Niggas be popping up five years later, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mad that you talked to somebody, you in a relationship, you moved on, or you got kids, and just be like, bro, where did you come from? Mm-hmm. Like, like, that was supposed to be me. That's supposed yeah, to be my baby. Yeah, like, I don't no, understand. Right like, why do you think that I'm just supposed to sit around, let you be in and out, and just waiting on your ass? No, fuck that. No, I'm not. I'm not doing it. Me either. I don't owe you nothing. Like, oh, the only people off limits is your daddy and your brother <laughs> and your first cousins. Not even them second cousins, <laughs> twice we moved them. Nah, nah, run them all up. <laughs> If I see them and I want them, I'm getting them. <laughs> Period. Your stepdaddy too. I'm joking. Listen. But no, guys do feel like you owe them some sense of loyalty sometimes. They're like, dang, I didn't know you was going to mess with it. They know someone that you mess with. or you. It's just, but no, there's nothing Cause that I can Because they damn sure ain't giving that in return. Hell no. So I don't owe you nothing. Nothing at all. Stop expecting it. Yeah, yeah. definitely. <laughs> so, I had this conversation with my homegirl, um, and I also had seen this post on social media. So, um, do you think it's okay uh, for your friend not to tell you something? So, for example, if I'm going through a breakup or I'm just going through some kind of personal issue or some kind of financial problem. Is it okay for me not to tell y'all as my friends? Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) So I was watching Love and Hip Hop and Yandy made this big deal out of um, Juju not telling them about her breakup with Cam. Mm hmm. And she was just like, I mean, as your friend, I just have a problem that you didn't feel comfortable enough with telling me. And it kind of makes you sneaky. It kind of makes you. um, Was another word that she used, but I can't think of I can't think of what it was. But the the basis was she didn't tell her friend what she was going through. I think it is absolutely okay not to tell your friends about your problems if you don't want to. Hands down. I feel like. For Yandy to make those comments or for anyone to feel that way, you are being so self-centered and selfish. Yeah. Sometimes, and then you have to reevaluate 
your position in that person's life or maybe you are very close to that person but maybe you're not the easiest person to talk to maybe I don't want to hear your judgmental clapbacks and your I told you so's and mm-hmm. see girl the, look at like I don't maybe I don't want that type of energy yeah because the same some things that I tell to one friend are completely different than the things that I tell to another friend mm-hmm. I have some friends where I feel <laughs> comfortable and confident enough that I can tell them everything from A to Z. And I think it is really based on if they're judgy or if mm-hmm. they're not judgy. Mm-hmm. And do I feel like hearing the clapbacks and the I told you so's? Nine times out of ten, I don't. So I'm not going to tell you certain things until I go through it, I have processed it, and then I'm going to come to you and open up and share. Yeah. But telling you right off the bat and have to hear your mouth and all this stuff. And clearly that's why she didn't tell her if, if Yandy going off like that, like talking about sneaky and as your friend, girl, bye. I don't owe you shit. How was that sneaky? Like, I hate when people feel like you can't, they don't allow you space. Like, I don't have to be in your face 24-7, tell you everything 24-7. Like, that is annoying. Mm-hmm. And that's going to make me not even want to be friends with you no more. Exactly. And that's what I'm saying. Like, when my friends go through something and they decide to not tell me, I, I'm not going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe you didn't tell me. That. I'm like, you know what? I want you to know, like, I'm glad you're able to go through it on mm-hmm. your own. I would have loved to have been there for you. If you need me now, let me know how to help process it. But, no. Sometimes for me, like, I might not tell people things right away because I'm dealing with it. Like, yes. I'm trying to deal with it emotionally and mentally. And right now, I don't want to talk about it. Sometimes I get to a point where I get tired tired of talking about something mm-hmm. so I don't want to tell my friends like I just want to deal with it for now I'll tell y'all later yeah. like it's not that I'm being sneaky or I'm hiding stuff from you I just don't want to fucking talk about it that's what I was going to say I know sometimes you kind of need to just sit with yourself sometimes mm-hmm. and kind of plan your next move and sort through it mm-hmm. I don't need to get those outside opinions all the time sometimes you really have to just sit and sort by yourself yeah so I I don't understand the whole it's sneaky or it's not right. Like I said, I think it's kind of selfish for someone to mm-hmm. feel like they're entitled to know everything, friend or not. Mm-hmm. Um, on the flip side of that, do you think that you should ask your friend if they have the mental capacity to listen to your problems before bringing up an issue? So me and my homegirl was talking and she was just telling me some stuff that she was um dealing with and she was like you know do I put too much on you and I'm like no you know what I mean if I was in a space where I couldn't mentally deal with what was going on I would let you know mm-hmm. so do you think you should consider whatever your friend may be going through before you do decide to speak to them about whatever you may be dealing with I never thought about it until I seen it on the outline I think it's a really good idea yeah because uh, I know like sometimes your friend may be going through stuff too like like, I've seen a post, it says something like, don't get upset when someone can't be there for you when they're struggling to be there for themselves. Mm-hmm. So you can't put all your problems and drama onto somebody else, and they probably going through a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. I agree yeah. completely. I don't ever, like, explicitly ask that question, even though I think that's a good um, a good habit to pick up. I kind of fill out the vibes, and I kind of yeah. know what my friends are going through at the same time time so if I know they're going through x y and z then I'm not going to come and dump all my problems onto you yeah um and at the same time I just when I feel like my friends are dumb I just don't talk to them (laughs) because I gotta go through what I have to go through and I don't want to give you wrong advice I don't want to seem like I don't care I'm I'm not interested when you're telling me these things I'm like girl I'm I'm going through something and you see I ain't coming and dumping it all on you so let's just let's just 
be able to, you know, um, dump out what we have on our own when you're on your own time and then when we're able to come together and process it together I think that's great but if you know your friend is going through hell and high waters or they're going through this don't come and say you know girl let me tell you yeah yeah because come on now that, yeah. I think that's being so insensitive and I think it's being self-centered and I'm just I'm not a fan of that yeah I know recently um one of my friends has been going through something and I was too and I kind of I waited to tell her mm-hmm. and then I finally told her and then I was like you know what I apologize because I know you're going through a lot of stuff too and I don't want to overwhelm you with my shit mm-hmm. and she was just kind of like you know it's okay right now I know you know you need some time so don't worry about me like I want you to think about you right now mm-hmm. and I thought that was so that is so sweet unselfish of her yeah, yeah. so I think that's dope. I think yeah. we really need to think about that because I know sometimes people will be like, well, you were um, doing it like I was upset and I was going through something and you didn't check on me. I'm like, girl, so was I. Yeah. I just didn't let you know that. Like, right. you know, like and I don't have to let you know that, Yeah, mm-hmm. you know. So I think we just need to be like more mindful of. Yeah. other people in the mm-hmm. space that they're in yeah I think as friends like you have to be understanding like I made a post the other day and I'm like if you're really my friend then you should know that I don't come like anything I do is not like ill intentions or to be spiteful or ignorant or anything like that and if you ever feel a way or I rub you the wrong way just come to me and we can talk it out yeah don't ever start feeling away and then you don't come talk to me and then you throwing shots on social media or we don't talk because you mad just come to me and say what you got to say we can talk it out like mm-hmm. because I feel like that's how things get misunderstood because you assuming something without talking to me yeah and then that causes problems that causes animosity and then we probably ain't gonna talk for a couple weeks and then the friendship then change right because now I'm feeling away right I think I think people have to learn to talk and listen more like me and my friend was just talking about this the other day me and my homegirl and I was just telling y'all like it has to be an exchange of energy Mm-hmm. at all times it can't just be me always receiving your energy or me mm-hmm. always placing my energy onto you it has to always be an exchange yes. so I think that the whole asking somebody can they listen to you right now which are you know are you able to listen to what I need to say what I'm going through or whatever the case may be and being um, very cautious with the energy you place onto other people like I do mm-hmm. have some people that I know where it's like I just gotta kind of keep myself at a distance because you it's majority of the time negative things that they have to talk about and mm-hmm. it's like I, I can't I, I don't mm-hmm. have the mental space for that mm-hmm. so it's like you kind of got to know your limits with certain things and it's like especially in situations where it's like you got to be in a place to help yourself like I can't keep trying to we talked about it before like give you positivity but you keep you know what I mean like you're not it's, bringing you're yourself not, out yeah. of your situation right. so I, I think Everything always comes back to just healthy conversations, yeah. although it may seem awkward. It's so awkward. Like, so what do you? What would you suggest someone like if you know you have this friend and they are always bringing like the negative energy? What? How? How do you go about like letting them know that? So usually, when somebody comes to me and it's the same situation that they keep revisiting. I always ask, are you asking me for advice, or are you asking, or are you telling me this because you need somebody to listen? Mm-hmm. So then that way I know my place in the conversation mm-hmm. if you just need somebody to listen to it or talk through it with you secondly i feel like if it's just becoming too draining instead of me being like i can't talk to you no more because this is draining for me mm-hmm. i'm just like it's always what is your plan 
Like, I try mm-hmm. to ask questions like, what is your plan? Because, again, I can't help you if you don't want to help yourself. Now, mm-hmm. I will tell somebody that. Mm-hmm. Like, I th- I cannot help you if mm-hmm. you don't want to help yourself. I can't want better for you. You don't want better for yourself. Mm-hmm. So, it's kind of harsh, but right. to an extent. But it's like, at some point, you got to know. Yeah. Like, I'm not doing nothing to change my situation. Mm-hmm. I'm not. You know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to keep coming to some to come into y'all with the same exact mm-hmm. problem, but not also bringing y'all my resolutions or the ways mm-hmm. I've tried to change it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? It's just like, this damn job is getting on my nerves. And that's my same story to y'all every single mm-hmm. day, but never once have I said I filled out other applications right. or I went to this, you know, job fair or something like that. I just keep complaining. Like, I, I don't like people that complain too much. So I try to help people through it. Like, okay, again, what's your plan? What's the plan? We can sort it out. <laughs> like, with a solution I'm gonna start doing that because I have a friend who tells me who complains about a lot of the same stuff and I always give advice and then they're always like oh I'm not gonna listen anyways you know or come back two weeks and it's the same problem so I need to be like do you want my advice or not because stop doing the same shit and complaining about it see I feel like if 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 I give you my advice and then you say, oh, well, I'm not going to listen anyway, I'm going to be like, well, then stop fucking talking to me. <laughs> like, then at that point, I'm just going to be rude about it. Mm-hmm. Stop talking to me. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't know. I don't know. But I feel like it, it always, it got, it has to be an exchange of yeah. energy. Yeah, and I think we said in the chat, too, like, it's about how people come at you with the problem. Like, I know yeah. I used to be a person that just complained, 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 because I'm, like, I'm so indecisive and I never know what I want to do or what I should do or what my next step should be. But now it's just like, if something is bothering me or stressing me out, I complain about it, but I still try to think about the positives too. Like, I don't just be like, oh my God, I can't do this, blah, blah, blah. Like, right. I might say that, but then I'll be like, but this and this and this and this. Like, I have to at least say something positive about the situation because I don't want to just be down and negative all the fucking time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, to kind of shift gears here, this was my question. I put this on the outline. So, what determines if you're talking to someone and is talking different from getting to know someone? Hmm. I don't know. I feel like that is so hard. It is hard because I feel like when you, I feel like some people say talking like we low-key serious. Like, but there is a difference between talking and dating, right? That's what, when you, the reason why I put this on here is because when you really sit and think about dating now, it's so complicated to try to navigate through all of that. Mm-hmm. My idea of talking to someone means that I'm more than likely talking to you exclusively. We may not be in a relationship, but mm-hmm. we're dating. If I'm getting to know you, I'm probably getting to know other people too. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. just being all the way honest. Like, yeah. I I still haven't quite, you know, found a connection or felt the vibe, mm-hmm. but the time I do spend with you was cool. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. I I think there is a difference. So, it's just so... Because then I heard that dating is basically a relationship. Um, so... I don't think so. I don't think do you so, you thought you can date multiple people? Yeah, I feel like if we date and we going on dates and we having conversation. That I doesn't think I mean we exclusive. I think I said this last week. I can go on dates with multiple people, but I can't date multiple people. So, when yeah. you are going on dates with multiple people, do you consider that getting to know them? Yes. Okay. And then usually people just kind of weed themselves out. Like, I mm-hmm. don't consistently go on numerous amounts of dates with two people or right. three people. Like, I don't right. do that. Usually after, like, the first or second date, they kind of weed themselves out. Either the connection's not there mm-hmm. or 
it's more of like a, a cool thing than mm-hmm. it actually progressing into something. So mm-hmm. I can exclusively date somebody without us getting to the point where we are in a relationship. Like, So I would break it down. And I think the <clears throat> terms really don't matter. I think it's the definition that matters more than anything. Yeah. So like when you, you exchange numbers, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, you see him. He looking fine. He come up to you like, oh, you know, what's your name? Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, that's my number. Da, 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 da. He texts you that night like, you make it home safe? Like, yeah, yeah. Okay, so then we're talking like, and this is us getting to know each other. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like you may have saw a couple cute guys that night at the club. And, you you know, so you may have gave your number to a couple guys. So then we're all, I'm getting to know multiple people at this time. And then the next step is, like, we start to hang out. Yeah. So then we start to hang out, but I'm still getting to know you. We'll go on dates. I come to your crib, you come to my crib, whatever the case may be. We're going on dates, doing different things. I'm starting to find out, you know, you got a little sister with a big toe and all that crazy stuff. <laughs> like, we're just starting to, like, you're still getting to know each other, but we're still going on dates. But then I feel like the next step is, like, we're spending a lot of time together. Right. We're talking throughout the day. Like, I'm talking to you. Like, it would be weird if we went a day without talking because I was like, wait a minute, what's going on? Right. Mm-hmm. So now I feel like it's more than just getting to know each other. Now we're like, would I say dating or would I say talking? We had a post in our shared album that had the different phases. The and different I can't phases. Find it. So I, I would say what. dating. Okay. Because when I give, like, when people ask me, like, oh, well, why are you single or what happened in your last right. situation? I'll be like, well, I was in a relationship. Uh-huh. X, Y, and Z happened, and then I would I would say, okay, I was dating someone for a little while, but it didn't work out. We didn't end up moving to the next in stage. a relationship. Okay. So, so I, I, I think it's just oh, everybody's verb is just different. It says talking. We've exchanged numbers. Um, thanks. It says talking. We've exchanged numbers. Do things on a friendship level, and maybe even have sex. Testing <laughs> the waters to see if it's a growing interest. Then it says dating. We're spending time together, doing various activities um, as friends with a mutual interest in each other, but we still are allowed to talk to other people. Then there's dating exclusively. We are dating. However, we have cut off all other people we're interested in to focus on us and get into we know each other better. And then after that, it's a relationship. So we should say talking slash dating is just the getting to know someone. Mm -hmm. Other people may be involved. And then dating exclusively is dating exclusively. We just haven't made the decision to be in a relationship. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's so complicated. It's just complicated. You just got to find someone that's ready to do whatever you're ready to do. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So does talking imply that you're moving towards a relationship? I guess given with those definitions, no. Mm. You don't know where it's going to go. Y'all just getting to know each other. Yeah. Sometimes they exclusively don't end up in a relationship. Right. Bingo. (laughs) (laughs) But if we're dating exclusively, I I really like you. Yeah. Dating exclusively. if we're dating exclusively, we're in a relationship. relationship. You my baby dad. (laughs) (laughs) I just want you to man up and admit it. (laughs) Period. Dating exclusively, I feel like, is basically a relationship. Y'all just have not came out and said we mm-hmm. are in a relationship so right. i still may not have met your family or whatever the case may be but i don't think i've ever dated exclusively <laughs> <laughs> I when i think about it i dated one person exclusively because when i think of exclusively it means like that means like if i meet a guy tomorrow at the club or at the grocery store or whatever and he's fine i'm gonna be like i can't get your number Cause I'm dating this one guy exclusively. Right, you can. Yeah. 
No. <laughs> yeah. Because what if I got a better connection with him? Because when I think about what it. What if that's my soulmate and I'm sitting here dating exclusively with this guy? We may not even make it to the relationship. That's true. When I think about it, I think every relationship that I got into, I was not dating that person exclusively prior to no, the relationship. It was just, relationship yeah, like it just kind of popped up. God be like, oh, it's always when you first meet somebody <laughs> then and you really like them, then you cut all the other people off. Yeah. yeah. It's like an immediate, like, oh, God. Yeah. Because I think I was definitely, I know in two of my three relationships I was talking to other people and then me and that person just decided to be in a relationship so then everybody else got cut off it wasn't like just exclusively you and when I say dating exclusively like I'm the type of person like I feel like you could date someone without having sex like sex does not like lock in the dating for me yeah Mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying so that's what I mean when I say dating like I could be kicking it spending all this time with this one person then meet someone else like oh you kind of fun too yeah let me throw you in the mix because obviously I'm not I don't feel that compelled about this one guy because I'm a type person when I really like someone I'm like blinded like everything I remember one time I was in a club and this fine guy came up to me and was trying to talk to me and I was just looking like then I remember Lynn you single (laughs) like oh shoot yeah (laughs) <laughs> Let me try to, like, you know, but that's when you're, like, tunnel vision narrowed into one guy. Yeah. So, I don't know, God. Just send the husbands and wrap it up. Yeah. <laughs> it's so, it's so, like, complicated. <laughs> it's so complicated. Yeah. So complicated. And then, you know, we don't have to talk. Don't what? Because <laughs> I was just going to say, because then dating exclusively is still kind of awkward because y'all haven't quite put the relationship title on it. I need somebody to be, like... We're in a relationship. I don't assume anything. Yeah, because that grace space, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like I don't, if you don't come to me and say, Brandy, we are in a relationship, I'm not assuming that we're in a relationship. I may not be talking to nobody else. You may not be talking to anybody else. And we are spending all of our time with each other. That still don't mean in my mind that we're in a relationship unless you come out and say, somebody's going to have to do what Will Smith did to Jada with me. Just call me and be like, you seeing somebody? No, I'm your boyfriend. Bingo. Like, that's (laughs) all I want. Like, let's just... (laughs) Fast forward to because I feel like it's all circumstances. Like you're dating exclusively and then you find someone that you really be like, whoa. And you're like, mate, wait a minute. Because I ain't in a relationship technically. Right. I'm single. I may not be single, single, but I'm single. And I kind of connect wild crazy with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's complicated. It's so hard. Don't pass up your soulmate because you quote unquote dating exclusively. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> no, for Period. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's too complicated to think about. That's why I'm just not gonna Girl. I'm not gonna do it at all. Period. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so do you guys feel like it's okay for someone to keep reminding you of your past mistakes? Um, do you believe that people can change? This kinda came from some personal experiences and then the Kevin Hart thing where people was holding him to this um tweeting homophobic things and all of that. So do you guys feel in your heart of hearts that people can change and evolve and should people still hold them to who they used to be? I definitely think you can change and evolve. Certain parts of you, I yeah. think. I agree. And I also don't think it's fair for people to keep bringing up something like, well, you did this before, so you're going to keep doing it. Like, bro, stop throwing that in my damn face. Like, mm-hmm. let it the fuck go. If you feel that I'm still this terrible, shitty person, then don't even talk to me. Like, mm-hmm. I agree. I it's agree. that simple. I, I agree. agree. I've been on the same person that will um, keep reminding someone of their mistakes. 
at the same time. And I had to like learn to just stop. And mostly I think in relationships is where I would do stuff like that. Like, well, you did this and you did that. And I'm like, girl, that was back in yeah. 08. I used to do I used to do that too, but then I got to a point where it's just like tired of talking about the same shit right. over and over and over and over. Like mm-hmm. at some point you just gotta shut the fuck up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I do believe in that. Like, as far as, like, some of the things, like, um, where it comes to, like, race, gender, sexual orientation, like, my views on that, religion, and all of that, I do feel like I have evolved. Like, prior to going to um, college and stuff like that, and some of my life experiences, I had a certain way of thinking. I had a certain outlook on life and in those different um, categories, and then I— Went to college. I met different people. I started to learn how, you know, the world worked. And I started to see things in a bigger, like, I don't know what the word I'm looking for. But I started to see things, you know, in a completely different light. So I can only imagine the things and the ideologies that I had when I was 17, 18, 19, 20 versus now. You know, like, I do feel like I've grown and I've grown through my experiences and dealing with other people. So I do feel like you can change and evolve. Yeah. I do feel like it's possible. I definitely think that people can change and evolve. I mean, I literally could think something and then hear a different perspective on it. Yeah. And my perspective will change instantly. Mm-hmm. So people, it's you're, it's a constant change. It's constant mm-hmm. evolution from the day to the day you die. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I definitely think that people can change. I don't think that people should be held to their past. Now, I feel like in relationships, if I say I forgive you for something, then I have to forgive you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I can't keep bringing it up every time mm-hmm. you upset me or mm-hmm. it's convenient for me to throw it at you mm-hmm. because I'm not getting my way or whatever the case may be. And the same goes for me. If you forgive me for something and you say you want to move past it, I really don't want to hear about it again. Right. Just being completely honest, I don't. And I think, though, and people think like just because you take that person back or you're back with them, that person has forgiven you. And that right. would be like the... The natural, like, okay, that makes sense. But a lot of times you've taken someone back and you get back with them or whatever case and you have not forgiven them yet. And I think that causes it an issue as well. So definitely forgive someone before you take them back. I definitely. But I also feel like you can forgive and still not even want to deal with that person. Oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah. 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 Just because you forgive them don't mean you got to be back with them. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I've definitely learned to just forgive people for myself and for my own peace of mind. It ain't about Mm -hmm. you. I don't even need you to fucking apologize because at this point, I hate apologies. Mm -hmm. I don't want to hear I'm sorry. Mm -mm. But I'm going to forgive you for my own peace of mind. Mm -hmm. Like, and just, that's just me saying that I'm moving forward without you. You have to. You definitely have to. Yeah, I think that people have to learn that that it's okay to do that. Like, I don't have to hold any ill will towards Mm -hmm. you. I can forgive you wholeheartedly, but that doesn't mean I have to allow you back into my space. Mm -hmm. Like, I just feel like there's some things that people can't come back from. I don't love you any less, but this is where we go different directions. Right at that time, yeah. And I think, I mean, it goes for everything. It goes for friendships. It goes for relationships. Everything. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? People go their separate ways. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um. So the next thing that we had on here, the question was, why focusing on yourself? Why does focusing on yourself make other people mad? And are you obligated to care about how they feel? Um, I put this on here. Um, trying to think what my mind was at the time. Um, I think, okay, so basically I feel like over the past year, I've kind of been in a space where it's like I'm trying to grow as a person. 
-hmm. and I'm trying to learn from my mistakes and learn my bad habits and my triggers and learn how to move differently moving forward. And in, you know, in the time that I've been doing that, I feel like I've hurt people close to me. And they feel like I'm a different person and they don't like this new version of me. And I've just, I've tried to explain that I'm not trying to hurt you on purpose. It's just the person that I'm becoming is is different and you're not used to that. And it's like, so now I'm stuck in between like still trying to push to be this different person, what I consider to be a the best version of me versus me not wanting to hurt your feelings. And it, it sucks. Like, and it's just like, I I care about how you feel and I don't want to hurt you. But at the same time, it's like, at some point, when do you choose yourself? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think people get upset um, when people are focusing. I think people get upset when people are focusing on, for other people focusing on themselves because they feel like they're not a part of it. Mm-hmm. Or they feel like they don't know what's going on. Or they feel like you... <clears throat> being you know doing what you need to do to progress somehow leaves them out of it or they don't get the same time or the same energy so instead of them being happy for you and being like wow that's great they're like it's an issue and sometimes people have an issue with people when other people are focusing on themselves and making themselves better because they're not in that same space Mm -hmm. but it's like so what if you care about me why can't i do that you should be focusing on you then like Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that I'm saying fuck you or I don't want you in my life. I don't want nothing to do with you is right now. I need this time for me. Like, I don't want to stay in the same place and be the same person. Like, at some point, I have to grow up. I have to grow. I have Mm -hmm. to be better. And it's like you're stopping me from that. That, That's that's really good. I I really feel like people... I really try to not like to be supportive and you know, people need to take breaks and people don't need to, you know, they can't hang out all the time or do X, Y, and Z, or maybe I don't see them as often. Or they don't hit me back when I call. I'm like, but they're working on themselves. I'm like, that's awesome. I get it. To me, that encourages me. Like, maybe I need to get on my shit. Mm-hmm. Maybe I need to like focus on myself and get me together, right. you know, but a, a lot of times though, people don't see it as that. It's funny. Cause Dario and I went to church today and that's kind of like what the pastor was talking about about how you kind of have to let go of an old identity mm-hmm. um, to a certain extent and I think that one people are completely scared of change whether it's change within themselves or changing other people mm-hmm. and I think that people have attachment issues think about when you're in a bad relationship you become attached to a toxic person mm-hmm. and so it's the idea of I have to keep you in my space whether you're good to me or bad to me or not have you at all. Mm -hmm. And some people choose to hold on to that toxic person because they've come accustomed, they're attached to it. Mm -hmm. It's the same thing with you growing into a better person. It's like, I'm so used to that old Darielle. Mm -hmm. I don't know if this new Darielle is going to want me in the picture, like Mm -hmm. you said, or what I know and what is familiar about her is going to change altogether. But you're not obligated to hold on to who you used to be to appease somebody else. No. By far. No. You know what I mean? And like you said, if you feel like you're turning into the best version for you mm-hmm. and only you can make that decision, it's not about what mm-hmm. someone else wants. It's either get on the train or get left. Yeah. Unfortunately. Right. Simple you know as what that. I mean? Especially because we sit and we hear you talk about all of the progress that you've made over the last year with your attitude and different things like that. And it's like, why would you even want me to hold on to how I used to be mm-hmm. like do you when you think about it do you really want that part like you said it yourself that you've been toxic to people mm-hmm. you really want to hold on to that person or do you want to evolve with me right and be supportive in my growth like yeah. 
I, I, it's selfish of people to say you're changing. Well, what am I supposed to do? Mm-hmm. Right. And mm. it's like to that person, you're changing for the uh, the worst or you're being selfish. Like you're being selfish. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you're not allowing me to do this. Like, and you don't know what the outcome is going to be, but you're not obligated to wait around. You're not yeah. obligated to, you know, stick. I, I'm not expecting that. Yeah. But, you know, do what you got to do. You got to do what's best for yourself. I got to do what's best for me. Yeah. And I've been in a situation like that before with a relationship. And, like, the the person was just telling me, like, you used to do this and you used to do that. And, you know, I I just see it. It's just different now. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you got to consider what people are in their lives. Like, me personally, I spent so much time by myself. There was nothing left to do but to work on myself. Mm-hmm. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And if I'm explaining to you that I'm not trying to hurt you, I'm not trying to treat you any differently and I'm not and you still want to be like I don't like who you are like what like honestly where do you get off like yeah. where do you get off I don't know I I just think people have to be supportive of people growing and evolving and changing mm-hmm. and change you know what I mean work on yourself like you said work, you wouldn't be worried about what I was doing if you was working on yourself mm-hmm. I agree because yeah. while you still holding on to who I used to be, you're still that person with toxic traits. You're still that person mm-hmm. that's not progressing in your life, progressing mm-hmm. in your career, progressing in your faith, or whatever the case may be. Do something different. Like, if you stay stuck in the same place doing the same things for years on years, like, you don't feel like that's a problem? Right. That's weird exactly. to me. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know either. It's It's really annoying, and I've heard, too, like... You can't grow on your own. You need help. Like, I understand you might need some help, but there are some things that I need to do by myself. Like, if if I got to go through the fucking struggle, which it's going to be a struggle. We heard that in church, too. It's going to be a struggle. It's not going to come easy. That's I'm okay with that. Mm -hmm. Whatever I need to go through or whatever I need to do with to get to the next level, I'm okay with that. And you got to be okay with that. Mm -hmm. Shit. Just be supportive. Yeah. It's that simple. Mm Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I got if people want to call me selfish for it, then I guess I'm fucking selfish. I feel like at the end of the day, it's you that you have to go to bed with and you have to exactly. wake up to. It'll be you for the rest of your days. Mm-hmm. When it's when your time is over here on this earth, it'll be you. It, yeah. You know, so I feel like it's okay to be selfish. I think so. Oftentimes that we're taught like it's an issue of being selfish, but it's sometimes you have to be selfish. You yeah. do. Sometimes and you have to. You don't know when you're going to leave this earth. I'm not spending the rest of my time here worrying about what other people think. I'm mm-hmm. just not doing it. Like, I'm living mm-hmm. for myself at this point moving forward. Yeah. Absolutely. And I feel like if people who genuinely care about you and want to see you happy and genuinely love you, they will support it. And those that can't, won't, and you don't got to deal with them. Like, they're not obligated to stay attached to you. You're not obligated to stay attached to them. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I feel like I sound really mean. You're not. Like when you I say sound real. Things. I used to think that was mean too. And one of my other friends told me, like, bro, fuck everybody else. This <laughs> is about you. And you only like you have to be selfish. You can't care about other people. And she was like, I think that's one of the things. She was like, that's one of the things I've noticed about you. Like, you drain yourself because you're so worried about making everybody else happy mm-hmm. but you. Mm-hmm. And you got to stop that. And I'm like, damn, you're right. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I haven't been friends with her for years. So, and she like knew. 
that's been always been my issue like mm-hmm. I always put me last because I'm worried about how other people gonna feel I don't want to hurt people's feelings I want everybody else to be happy but then at the end of the day I go home and I'll be like I'm not happy mm-hmm. I feel like some of the most successful and happy pe- happiest people to an extent have <coughs> a certain level of selfishness to them yeah because you have to be yeah you have to be I 100% agree I agree with that and I, I don't know I think sometimes my delivery makes it seem like I'm mean but I feel like Everything I say comes from a good place. <laughs> like I'm not. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. People know you know that you don't mean it that way, so yeah. you shouldn't be offended. Right. Yeah. And if you're offended, then maybe we not cool like I thought. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Like. Ugh. <laughs> Ooh, Chile. I'm <laughs> now I'm annoyed. <laughs> so, I was listening to the Fatherhood Paternity podcast. Shout out to Daryl. Um, they were talking about whether or not you can have platonic relationships when you're married. And the general consensus on the show was that they cannot. Those three men are not, they really don't keep platonic relationships. And if they do have platonic relationships, it's definitely at a boundary um, because they are married. Um, One thing that was said on the show, I can't remember which one said it, but basically he was saying like he know knows who he is as a man when it comes to women he was like i can't have a female friend because i like to take charge i'm a natural flirt you know everything that i do could be kind of line crossing mm-hmm. so he was like i just don't do it all do it at all and he was like and then you know as far as before i was married and i had female best friends like i had to cut that off because that's my wife's position now right to be my mm-hmm. best friend you know what i mean mm-hmm. there's i really can't give that to someone else so my question was, can you maintain platonic relationships and be in a relationship or be married? I think you can, but I think the time that you spend with that person or talk to that person kind of dies down. Yeah. I think it's great to be self-aware. Um, like the gentleman on the um, podcast stated that he knows who he is as a person, so he knows not to cross that line. Mm-hmm. For me, I feel like I can be friends with guys all the time because I know that there's no desire you know it takes me a lot to even like a motherfucker period <laughs> so let alone if this guy been my friend for all these years if it, nothing sparked now ain't nothing gonna spark yeah i think it's just important to be respectful um to your partner your 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 male friend can't be calling you at midnight trying to get advice you know right. like it, it, there's certain levels and boundaries that you need to definitely use but i don't want to police anybody and i damn sure don't want to be policed Right. If I got to do all of that, then what are we really here for? Yeah. In my opinion. So if I have to set up all these different, but you can't do that, bro. No, it's not jail. Mm-hmm. You're your own person. If you got a female best friend well, that or a shit homie, is draining. Yeah. Like, do you. I have to trust and respect you enough to make the right decision. Now, if you know you can't handle it and you be like, I can't handle it, so I'm not going to <clears throat> even put myself in that position. Kudos to you. That's great. But don't come over here trying to police me because I can handle having male friends. Yeah. So I just feel like I feel like with real and mind you, I'm not married. So it's different. But it's not one marriage is not a one shoe fits all type of thing. Right. Everyone has a different marriage. Yeah. So for me in my marriage, if I get married or when I get married, I need it to be like there's just the trust there. And as long as we have respectful boundaries, then cool. I think that's the issue, though. A lot of people don't have trust. 
Yeah. I know when I didn't have trust in my relationship, I'm like, mm, who you following? Yeah. You know, who DMing you and all that. And see, you shit. will drive you will drive yourself in. You will because then you want to keep doing it and looking and looking and looking mm-hmm. and then you like, bro. That shit is is too toxic. Like I, I never want to do that. Yeah, if again. someone's gonna want to do something, they're going to do it. Right. Yeah. Whether Period. you look or not. Whether you look or not, people find a way out of nowhere. You be like, I don't want you to hang out with your female coworkers. I don't, or I don't want you to have female friends. Before you know it, now his female coworkers are his friends, basically. And during the day, they on the um, work interface. I am in each other all day. Well, now he got his female friend, girl. You like if you really want to do something, you will do it. So you yeah. have to allow people give them the space. I think they said I allow people to do what they want to do just to see exactly what they, they rather do. They rather do. Mm-hmm. I think Period. an issue I had in the past before is like maybe a guy that I've dealt with before. We were so cool. I don't have no bad blood with nobody. So it's mm. like even if we used to talk two, three, four years ago, I could still way. be cool with you today. Yeah. And it's but that might bother somebody. And that type of situation I I don't I don't know how I feel. I you might have either. to cut it off at the same time is if he ain't crossing the line, I ain't crossing the line, then What's the beef? Yeah. Cause I know me. I, I hope my partner know I ain't never double black to nobody. So <laughs> this is the last people you gotta worry about is the people that I already kicked it with. Like Yeah. So I don't know. I wouldn't feel like I've had, I've had been in relationship with guys and they were friends with their ex and I didn't feel no type of way. I don't know. I I don't have any bad blood with anybody for the most part. And I don't think I've really dated anybody that was still cool with any of their exes. Mm. So I really don't know how I would feel about it. But to a certain point, like you said, you can still, you know, be cool with your exes talk here and there to me it's kind of like what's the point for me like i remember this conversation it was weird when you were saying this because i was i remember it coming back to my mind me and my ex was breaking up and this was a while ago not a recent ex but me and my ex was breaking up and i think that he had met somebody else or something like that and i remember us having a conversation and he was like we can still I still want us to be friends I never want the friendship to end and it's like for what bro like as soon as you meet this this new person that whole we can be friends thing is gonna go out the window you're not gonna be thinking about me Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so I I don't see the point in people maintaining friendships after a relationship ends like but I think I've said that before I'm okay with things being dead gone Mm -hmm. like and never and never and never resurface because it's like once you move on is it really a friendship there I mean I think it's to a point where, like, sometimes, like, if we recently break up, it has to be time that I've healed and there's no feelings. Mm -hmm. And then in the future, you know what I'm saying? It's Mm -hmm. not a problem. But not, oh, we just broke up and now we're No. And I don't think, and I I would probably use the word cordial more than friends because it's not like I'm on the phone talking to them every day. It may be we catch up every four or five months and yes. they just hit you up like hey you alive da, da, da. what's going on you start your job okay right. cool and it's only and for me it's like if I I'm one of those people if I have loved you I will always love you yeah. and it's the same thing as far as me with my friendships like I don't have I think maybe I have one person and I don't know what happened to that that we just don't talk like there's like some weird thing between the two of us but yeah. that's with everybody like even if we don't talk this as much like there's no animosity there's no blood like i've shared a part of my life in my world with you yeah and i feel like 
we should still be able to be cordial. Yeah. yeah. And what's so you know? funny is because that same person, we have stood the test of time as far as, far as being cordial. Like, I think I just, well, we work together. But so we we keep in contact that way. But I don't know. I just always, I just, I don't know. I think maybe I'm one of the people like, if we're not supposed to be in a relationship, we ain't supposed to be anything mm-hmm. with people mm-hmm. that I've dealt with in my past. Like, if it mm-hmm. wasn't meant for us in the cars to be in a relationship, you don't ever just be like we were. We're better off being friends. No, mm. Mm. I don't. No, no. Unfortunately, yeah. and it probably would be nice, mm-hmm. but it's kind of like it's. I really had a nice. whole yeah. life before I even met you, and I was fine. Right, you was a small part of it for a little while. But it will continue without you. So it's kind of like, yeah. it was meant, like you said, people love <clears throat> in seasons. Like we were supposed to be in each other's lives for this season. Uh, hopefully you learned something from me. I learned something from you and good luck. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. I'm weird like that, but. I can see it though. Yeah. I I definitely think it's funny because I have a, I have a male best friend and like our communication doesn't never really cease whether I'm in a relationship or, or not, but we don't talk all the time to begin with in the first place like Mm -hmm. but we're super cool now i do think that some parts of our relationship would have to have boundaries if i was to get in a relationship like he stays with me when he's in town for certain things he stays upstairs and i you know like it's nothing going on with us nothing whatsoever but like i think naturally if i was in a relationship my man's not gonna want mm-hmm. you know what i mean him mm-hmm. staying upstairs in one of my rooms <laughs> on my food time but like we literally that's a platonic relationship that would never cross lines so i, I don't know i think it's weird i, I don't think so most trusting. people but i think yeah. if somebody is your friend then they become cool with your partner right i would hope so yeah if there's nothing to hide yeah yeah mm-hmm. i've never not been like Oh, keep your girlfriend away from me. Like anybody mm-hmm. he's ever like dealt with or talked to, kind of know like that's one of your best friends. So I don't know. It's weird. It can be. It can be tricky depending. And I think females are easier to not cross those lines with somebody than yeah. That's what I think. Men it is. are like if you mm-hmm. hear men talk about it, it's like if a nigga friends with you, he want to hit. Like yeah. mm-hmm. he just ain't got the opportunity. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I think we're more so definitely that's just my friend and nothing else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm. Our male friends are usually friend zoned. <laughs> like they the niggas that try to hit it. Like, ah, we're better off friends. Yeah, I have a male friend, and it's been a couple people who think that we have something going on. I'll be like, it ain't happening. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> not at all. Not at all. I'm not sure who put this one on the outline, this question on the outline, but it's really good. Me. Um, <laughs> how do you learn to love after being broken? I really need to know the answer to this question because I've been struggling because like I talk about how much I don't be want to date niggas and blah, 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 and how I just won't just go on a date, even if it doesn't go anywhere or even though I don't like this person, I I just can't do it. Mm -hmm. It's weird to me. And then it's like I try to, when you try to meet people and you'd be like, I don't even want to open up to you. Like, Mm Because of the fear of being hurt again or being vulnerable with somebody and then they piss you the fuck off or do some fuck shit. So it's just like I don't be want to take that risk. So mm-hmm. it's like how do you just open up and just let somebody love you or just get comfortable with somebody after you done been through all this bullshit? Do you think you're scared to be like really happy? In a way, I would say yes. 
because I feel like I've had my happiness. Mm-hmm. Or I feel like I've been with that person that I feel like I was supposed to be with. So I feel like there's nothing else out there for me. But you can't possibly probably feel that way because if that was the case, then you would be with that person. That's true. But you I don't know. know. Like if you're if you've already reached the highest of the high, then you would be like, okay, this is where I'm at. But I how do I don't feel like I can find higher than. I feel like you do feel like you can find higher. I think you're afraid mm. to find higher. I think you're, I think it's fear. And that one Will Smith, everything you want is on the other side of fear. Yeah. And I think you're afraid. You're afraid of like, what if you do find this and it, and it falls to shits again? Yeah. Or what if you find it and you can't rise to the occasion and you can't give them what you feel like they need or you may feel like, okay, well, what if I do find somebody and then now my whole world has changed? Or, like, I think it's a whole bunch of fear, and that's why. I think your fear is what's holding you back. <sighs> because you say you found someone that you've already experienced, someone that is able to give you all the happiness that you can ever get. If that was the case, you would want to be with that person. That would be where you would be at. I think that's an excuse that you use. And it, and it stops you from, like, giving people a chance. It, like, stops you. Like, well, I know this is, you're not going to be able to top what I had, so thank you. Next. Well, because it was an instant connection. I have not had that with anybody. And yet. see, and I get, and I feel like I get that completely. Like, mm-hmm. I've, like, and but you know what? I've looked at it, like, two ways. And I think the way that I'm able to love after being broken is because I'm, like, very optimistic. And I'm so optimistic that sometimes it's delusional. But I'm like, okay. I've had, like, a high, high connection with someone, right? And it did not work out. But then I realized, like, you don't have to reach a higher connection to be happy with someone. You know what I'm saying? Like, Mm -hmm. you don't have to, like, reach someone. Like, there's people that have been with their soulmates, no longer with their soulmate, and in a happy relationship with their life partner. You know? Like, Mm -hmm. and I know we talk about connection and energy, and it's so important, but it's like, I can meet somebody... Oh, I don't have as crazy as a connection with someone that I've had before. And I can still be happy. Like, it doesn't have to get higher and higher. And it may build over time. And what we may build may end up being deeper than what I had this crazy high connection before. Mm -hmm. You know? And that's what I... And I think that allows me to continue to go out and, like, love after being broken. Or the fact that I understand that you love people in seasons. And I continue to preach this to myself and you know listen you love people in seasons once that season is over with cool so now that I go out and I date somebody now it may be because you can be fearful like oh what if that does this doesn't work out but I'm like okay that was our season and that's okay but see I don't want to even waste my time like. but it's not wasting your time because it's a season it's not a waste of time. That is your season for you and that person. And hopefully you learn something. And even in my toxic relationships, I learn shit. Like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to do this differently. I'm learning this differently. Okay, this is up. Thank you so much. Um, you know, our contract has now ended. We can go, <laughs> and you know, and go to someone else. And maybe the next season may only last a month. But that's hard because I have, I have issues with letting people go. Me too. I hate to let That's why I'm friends go. with everyone. Even that I used if to I date. be like, you get on my last 
fucking nerves. I cannot let you go. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's a comfort thing. Yeah. Or I just really, it, like you said, once you love somebody or, like, once I care about somebody, I always care about you no matter if mm-hmm. we talk or not. Like, I just do. And just to think about it ending and just moving no on. no longer being in your life. Bro, that shit kills me. Like, I can't do that. It's but, what I just said. When I said you, you want to hold on to the mm-hmm. whatever yes. it is, yes. whether it's good or you bad, because that. that's mm-hmm. what you know versus completely letting it go. But I, I, I used to be like that. There, I was in a relationship <clears throat> where I felt like it wasn't going to get any better than that person. Like I, but that was where I transitioned from. A girl to a woman was with that person, and yeah. I changed so much, so I felt like that was it. Yeah, and I still kind of feel like since him, I haven't connected you know what I mean with anybody like that connection was and like she said it doesn't necessarily have to be higher I do think it has to be a connection there some yeah. kind of connection Um, I don't know I think that for you knowing where you are in your life right now I think that once you, as you continue to do the work on yourself and do what you've been doing to heal and to make these small changes, I think what you're looking for is going to come when you're ready. Mm -hmm. Because I think you still attract and are attracted to what speaks to your old self Mm -hmm. in a sense. Mm -hmm. So I think once you get to a place, that better version of yourself, what you start to be attracted to is going to be different. I think. I agree. Um, I think it's a combination of really spending time by yourself. And I know I talk about this a lot, but when I tell you I learned so much being by myself and that whole soul tie thing, sexual soul tie thing, like it really does mean something. Some people think you can just have sex with people and it's nothing there. That's not true. And I didn't realize that until after I stopped having sex. Right. That... You have to be very careful where you place, again, your energy and who you place it into. So I I think that, honestly, once you get to that place where you're like, I'm totally different. I'm not who I used to be. I don't Mm -hmm. even look at things the same way that you'll be fine and you'll be able to go on dates with people. You know what I mean? You don't have to rush it. I mean, we tell you, like, just go. You know what I mean? We tell you that all the time. You've made great strides. Let, you have. Let me yeah. say that. <laughs> you definitely have. But I think it's all about when you're ready. Yeah. You know what I Because think- you have to want to love at some point. You have to be open to it. I don't think right now you're open to it. I don't. I I think because I'm still, like, in that battle. Like, Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I mean... Even now, it's still hard for me, and I didn't even realize how hard it was for me until this last situation ended. Like, I literally shut down when it comes to, like, communication and certain things. I sh- mm-hmm. Shit, I was texting y'all about it. Like, y'all, I'm about to right. freak out. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And it wasn't until after that ended where it was like, okay, I see it totally different. Like, I can, to a point, understand why the situation changed for him. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So... I think, you know, once you get to a different place and your your mindset changes more, you'll be more open to it and it'll come to you. Yeah. Yeah, I'm probably not open to it because I'm not there yet. I'm yeah. not where I want to be as a person, I should say. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
know. He'll get there. But it, it takes time. Yeah, it definitely takes time. And I understand it's hard. It definitely is hard, especially with the way dating goes. Now. My views change day to day. Like one day I'm like, yeah, I'm ready to do this thing. Yeah, then I'm too. like, fuck this. Me yeah. too. I'm the same way. It's like which day? And then, yeah. but then as you begin to grow and learn yourself, and you'll start to get more consistency within that. You yeah. know, for sure. So this kind of takes us to the last topic, which was something that I put on here, and it was, do you think the next person you're in a relationship with will get the best version of you up to this point? I hope so. (laughs) (laughs) And your Kodak Black. (laughs) That is the funniest thing. I hope so. (laughs) You didn't see that in me. We got to send it to you. It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. (sighs) Yeah, I hope so. (laughs) I think, yeah. Yeah. Me, well, the question came from me and my my homegirl. We was on the phone and we was talking and we was just talking about um, previous relationships. And she was just saying, you know, I love the growth I had in my last relationship and what I was able to give in that relationship because I haven't been able to do that. And she was like, but what really makes me happy is that my next relationship, my next guy, he's going to get all of that. Like, Mm -hmm. he's going to get that best version of me. And I was like, you know what? You're right. I'm like, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I'm like, you're so right. And it clicked in my head. Like, you know, I've been doing the work. I've been working on all of the things I know I need to work on as a person, as a woman. It's like when I finally find that person or that person finds me, um, it's going to be amazing. And I I feel like that person is truly going to get the best version of Brandy to date. Mm -hmm. And I'll hopefully grow, you know, more more. Mm -hmm. as the years go on. But I definitely think the next relationship is going to be my best up to this point. I put the poll question on there and it was like 96% people said yes. And then one person said no. I'm like... Some of y'all lying. Cause, Cause they ain't grown yet. <laughs> they haven't grown. They're not ready. I feel like my next person is definitely gonna get. I just feel like I have a lot of love to give, and since I've been single for a while, I just it's like all these ideas and stuff that I just that I want to do for someone that I genuinely care about, and all these different like life lessons that I've learned, and mm-hmm. all these ways that I've now learned to like more like effective communicate communicate effectively, and like um just really like push my partner so I really like hands down I'm like okay <clears throat> the next one yo I got this yeah. crazy to-do list that you can do with like couples I created it with the last person I was talking to <laughs> but <laughs> you gonna use it I'm gonna use it yeah see and Pinterest wasn't even popping when I was in a relationship so girl all the little <laughs> all the little Pinterest like jar of dates and all that little bullshit and write a, a time every letter so he can read it when he's mad at you like fuck girl <laughs> we gonna be a Pinterest fucking couple no one's gonna know about it cause I ain't gonna post the shit but my people <laughs> will know what's going on <laughs> are we posting our next relationship depends on who he is <sighs> if he's local probably not I don't want to know what he did and now he don't even know what I did I no, I I don't have an answer right now. If he's fine as hell, you know I'm going to want to post him. <laughs> like honestly, if you fine as hell and you not from the city, definitely getting posted. Period. Period. And when we break up, I'm gonna let motherfuckers know. Yes, I ain't posting no more. Our season is over with. Get out my business. <laughs> 
ain't gonna try to like hide it, Doug. Like I'm gonna face it right. You're right. Thank you so much for the time we had together. It was amazing. I'm gonna do one final exit IG story post of all our shit. Like this is amazing. I appreciate it. And you know our season is up. He might get posted on the story. I don't know about the timeline. I don't know. Right right now is fifty fifty. Only I just know when you get drunk, story. you start posting and saying right. shit and doing the most. I mean, I might tweet about the nigga, but I don't know what I post. <laughs> I don't know. If I post them on my timeline, I'm definitely turning the ca- the comments off. Because <laughs> I don't got time for my friends. Like, yes, bitch. <laughs> I, like, girl, like, I was just a, a motherfucking desperate case. Finally. <laughs> like, yes, girl. Like, no, no. <laughs> I don't need that type of energy. <laughs> definitely turning the comments off. <laughs> definitely. Um, Yeah, I, I might post to my story. I got a lot of captions in my head for a relationship. Girl. But... Ain't no relationship. I don't know. I was so public about my last one. I don't know if I would be like that again. My last relationship was public, but whatever. Yeah. I mean, mean, it just happens, I feel like. Yeah. Like, it just happens. Like, it turns public before you know it. Because y'all going to be doing something cute, and you're going to want to post it. And then, you know, and I think it's so kind of weird when you know two people are dating but they won't post each other they be at the same restaurant like okay y'all both just happen to be at high park okay y'all both just happen to be at top golf like cut the shit and post the and post the shit post her like we know who took this picture post it uh, yeah i want to go to top golf i don't know how to golf but i went and i might take terrible yeah take terrible on a date we still got to do for the love of brandy cancel we still got to do that. We still doing the love of Brandy. We still, I was looking at my little um, calendar and we still trying to figure out who's going to be in love next. And we'll check out on August. In August, I who think did was we, the day. Who did we say? We said it Brandy. No, we said Brandy. It's definitely Lynn. I think it was you. It was. You Y'all know it was just Brandy. be. You know what? <laughs> it was Brandy because you was you had that little oh, situation. Oh. I said something like you gonna be married. I was supposed to be married. Okay. You, what I say? What you was gonna do? I thought a it year out from now. <laughs> I and I said I will be still not dating nobody. <laughs> what if a year from now nothing has changed? That's sad. I told y'all. I mean, I I might be okay with that. I told y'all I was watching Waiting to Exhale and it was the scene where it was Bernadette's birthday and it was drinking and Whitney was like, I'm 33 and I ain't got no man. My eyes almost welled up. (laughs) (laughs) She said that's going to be us. I literally, I was like, is this us? Like, I was like, when I watched this movie as a kid, they seemed so old. Like, they was 50, she was 33. I didn't realize she was that young. They were in their early 30s in that movie. I would be okay with being single as long as I'm not in a toxic space. Mm -hmm. I agree. So. I don't want to be like Angela Bassett burning up cars. No. That's the old me. I don't want to be that person. He's definitely on your Angela Bassett (laughs) shit. Yeah, as long as I'm in... I can be single. I don't mind being single. I don't need. I just don't like being in toxic spaces. I feel like I've been in a toxic space for a while, and I just need to shake the toxic space. Mm -hmm. I don't mind being single. Single's not the issue because I'm a date niggas regardless. I just don't. You know, I need to be like happiness and like you know. They was in the movie. She was like, "What happened to the good old days when?" You know, they used to take you out. I'm 
like, so they ain't been shit since the 90s? <laughs> I literally was on my couch about to cry. Like, oh, my hey, God. Y'all talking about the good old days? And <laughs> this is the 90s, so we've been doomed. <laughs> the fuck? Y'all was Netflixing and chilling? Y'all was Blockbuster and chilling? Right. Whitney was messing with a married man. Mm. The other one was messing with a married man. The what? other one's ex, baby daddy was bisexual, and then Bernadette's husband left her for a white woman. I'm like, so wait, what did Bernadette was Angela, right? Bernadette was Angela. Um, Whitney was Savannah. Mm-hmm. Leela Roshan. I don't remember her name She's in the so movie. Bad to me. I, I'm about to see if Netflix got this motherfucking shit because when I go <laughs> home, <laughs> and Loretta Devine was, um, I can't remember her name either. Mm. But it was bisexual, married, married, and left for a white woman. Damn. Wuchale. But then I feel like you can do that, honestly, and you can flip it to where there's a group of women. They need to wait to exhale with women that are in relationships and they're going through bullshit. Mm. Now, that's a good one, too, because that's another, like, that's the option. I feel like, are you going to be single and go through bullshit or in a relationship or go through bullshit. I'm not trying to go through any bullshit. So yeah. I'd rather be single, not going through shit, or in a relationship, not going through shit. That's yeah. it. I don't know. It just made me sad. And they got this shit on Netflix. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies, if y'all um, haven't watched Way Into Exhale in a long time. I, I'm, I need to go refresh my memory. Watch it. Because I did not know they, they was motherfucking 33. 33 yeah. And... Whitney Houston, she had sex with one of the guys in the movie, and it was trash. <laughs> and he was growling. And she was like, mm, what? <laughs> She's like, now nah, I'm going to keep her at the damn zoo. <laughs> Maybe think about us, because we always say to see the one or the other. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Any final thoughts, ladies? I don't know. I'm just... Get out of toxic spaces. Get out of toxic spaces. That doesn't necessarily mean a relationship. It just means a toxic space. Mm -hmm. Get out of it. Stop subbing your motherfucking friends and family (laughs) on fucking social media and just call that motherfucker, okay? Just call them up and tell them how you feel. Please. Talk that shit out. Because I am sick of the bullshit. Yeah. And if you ever fucking sub me, delete me. (laughs) Period. Period. I agree. All right, y'all. Well, oh, Twitter, please let my sis Lynn follow me. Coupon. Oh my gosh, yes, they won't let me follow. <laughs> oh, yo, I'm in Instagram jail. I told y'all somebody trying to hack into my Instagram. What? I get multiple notifications throughout the day to um, send a, a text message to my phone with a code to get into Instagram. I cannot follow nobody back. It says action block. So if you have followed me and I haven't followed back, it's because I can't. Somebody's been trying to hack my Instagram. Oh, it's trying to take you out. It was at a point where it wouldn't let me comment on pics. It blocked me from that too for about two hours. And oh then my I was gosh. I don't know why somebody would want to hack my Instagram. Which mm. I'm going to post. Right. Nothing. You don't send no news out, so they can't right. even send no. <laughs> I don't know. Ah. It's probably a sign I need to get off social media. Anyway, I'm pissed tomorrow, Monday. I need one extra day. Me too. I was just saying mm-hmm. that we need an extra day. For sure. Hopefully everybody's ready for Christmas. I think we got one more episode yeah. that comes out before Christmas. After. So Yeah, after. Okay. Well, Merry Christmas, y'all. And we'll see y'all next week. All right. Bye.
Okay. Ho, ho, ho. <laughs> <laughs>